0: ABC tonight. The next chapter of the bachelor journey begins.
1: Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to you.
0: Twenty single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's
1: no fun singing a love song when you're not
0: in love. <laughs> the Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six episode event tonight at eight seven central on ABC. how the word of god can affect a change in your life through the ministry of bishop Taikwood Mills Taikwood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dagwood Mills.
1: That draws us to God, Son of Man, Mary's baby boy, born in a manger to a carpenter, my God, he's a miracle worker, heal the sick, raise the dead, he made the blind man to see you, calmed the storms, walked the water miracle worker, my God, my God. He's a miracle worker, my God, my God. He is a miracle worker, my God, my God. He's a miracle worker, my God. The tomb Four days, all hope was lost. Jesus showed up to fish five loaves. he fed five thousand men. There seems to be no way. Peace. My God, Peace. my God, Peace. Jesus, Peace. Jesus, Peace. Jesus. Peace. Jesus.
2: The administration. Amen. It's testimony time. Amen. This morning, I have some powerful testimonies coming in that I'm going to read. People are being so blessed by stages and by our Father's podcast. This testimony is coming from Celestine Kubwafo from Lagos. She wants to testify of how she feathered her education. ...by going to the university through listening to daddy's messages on podcasts. My parents pushed me into health training school for diploma at Kintampo. They believed right after the training school my job is secured because the government will post me. Anytime I came on vacation, I always hear daddy preach about how diploma is not good enough and we should strive for a degree... He encourages us to go better our grades and go to the university for a better course as a I was never offended, but saw it as a great wisdom. I started saving my college allowance so I can enter the university. Through the much teaching of our daddy, I quickly applied to the University of Ghana the very year I completed the training school in 2016. By the grace of God, I gained admission Paid my school fees myself. And my parents got to know I'm in the university after my matriculation. I now pursue IT and I've gained much respect from my family and friends. God richly bless you, daddy. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Another testimony coming from Daniel Morrison from Accra City Center. His testimony is about how God delivered him. "'delivered his mother from death in an accident "'through the prayers of our father. "'My mother travels to villages to go and sell smoked fish. "'By the grace of God, she was able to sell some. "'On her way back home, she had an accident. Four people died. "'Many were badly injured. "'Some had their eyes plugged out. "'But for her, it affected her face "'and half of the body was in pain.' She was taken to the hospital and was discharged on the same day. She had a scan on the head and nothing was wrong in the head. And within two weeks, she was able to do the things as though she had never had an accident. Today, she was telling me that some of the victims are still in the hospital and some are disabled. My my mother is acting normally. And I believe it's by the grace of God and by the prayers of our father When he uses us as a point of contact to pray for our family members, that has kept her alive. Daddy, thank you so much for the prayers and for the covering. Our final testimony is coming from Joy Mensah from UHAS University. My testimony is about how I passed my exams through the grace of God and by the prayers of our Father. I joined the UHAS Church when I went to read my access course at the University of Health and Allied Sciences. Whole campus. Before I wrote my exam, one of the shepherds sent me prayers, daddy's prayer for our exam, and I always soaked it in before entering the exam hall. I really believed in the prayer. When I was writing the exam, one invigilator made me his target. He changed my sitting position, while I was never involved in any exam or practice. I overheard him tell a colleague invigilator that if I don't take care, he will cancel my papers. And that I was making things difficult for him His colleague asked him if I would ever caught caught in indulging in any more practice And surprisingly, he answered no At this point, I realized the issue was more spiritual So I intensified my soaking in of the prayer Especially the part where Bishop said Send an angel into the exam room with us Accompany us, oh God, with your power and your grace and angelic visits and cause us to do better than we have ever done before. To the glory of God, I had straight A's in all nine courses I read. And I know this can only be as a result of the power of the prayer. I have never done so well in my exams like this. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the powerful testimonies we have received. And with so much excitement, put your hands together, let's invite our father, Bishop D'Argrewood Mills.
3: Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this morning. What a blessing as we come to your presence. We give you thanks. We give you praise in Jesus name. Amen. You may be seated. Now, today is a great blessing and is the blessing of greatness. I want you to turn with me to Luke chapter 1, verse 11. It says, And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on his right hand. When Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not. Verse and thou, thou shalt have joy and gladness Verse 14 And verse 15 For he shall be great Amen yeah. He shall be great yeah. Amen In the sight of the Lord How many want to be great in the sight of NDC? Yeah. How many want to be great in the sight of NPP? How many want to be great in the sight of the Lord? Yeah, Yeah, that's a better one. And you know, it's what God says about you that really matters. People may not have a good impression of you, but it's what God says. That's what really matters. So let's keep trusting the Lord. Now, Matthew 11 verse 11. It says, Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women... There has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. So John the Baptist was really a great person. Okay? And notwithstanding, this is what the Bible says,
2: notwithstanding,
3: he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Alright? So, even the least in the kingdom, which is you and I, we are greater than John the Baptist. Do you believe in prophecies? The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that is going to happen practically in your life. So I declare you to be a very great person. You are going to be very great in the name of Jesus. Nothing about you will be small. Nothing about you will be insignificant. Every aspect of your life will be great. Your ministry will be great Your business will be great Your house will be great Your car will be great Your marriage will be great Your friends will be great Everything about you Is declared great in Jesus name Amen Tell the person next to you You may not believe it about me But I'm a great person Hallelujah. Now, how to develop this prophetic destiny, this seed, this prophecy that God has given to us so clearly. I mean, you don't have to be a prophet. You just have to read the Bible to see that it's in the Bible. John the Baptist is going to be great. He says, you'll be great. He said, the least is also greater. Uh, That's all. I don't know what else you want. to Calculation you want. This is quite. I'm sure most people in class three will be able to get this prophecy right. How many are more than class three here? Yes. Beautiful. So, I declare it's going to come to pass. Now, how to develop this seed of greatness Colossians chapter 3 and I, I need you to really listen carefully because this is a message that affects all of us especially at our age or ages now if you are then risen with Christ so if this seed of greatness is in you you know because you would have said that, oh, I'm risen with Christ. But I said, if, if you are, and risen with Christ to that great height, all right, then seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. So if indeed the seed of greatness is in you, It is important that you focus your attention on things above where Christ is. There's two. Set your affection on things above. Alright? And not on the earth. So your affections or your desires are tunable. Like how you tune a radio. You can set it to. 94.3 94.3 You can set it to 99.7 You can set it So it says Set your affections Alright On things above So your affections are controllable Alright So one of the Challenges we are having Not we are having but one of the challenges The new challenges that has come around Is the uh, Boy to boy affection and girl to girl affection. You see. So what he's saying is, set your affections. So if you are finding you are brother and you are finding yourself being drawn to fellow boys, right? You need to set your affections. Okay. Yes. And and it's settable. And you need to tune. And I don't want anybody to laugh at these things anymore. Because when you laugh and you shout in a way, it's like, oh, it's not relevant. Or, you know, people are just making whatever. But these are real issues that are coming about. And so... You must believe that it's possible to tune your affections. So don't just dismiss it. Because what happens is that sometimes when a brother is not so confident. When, you know, the girls are around and they laugh in a way. And, you know, girls can laugh in a funny way sometimes. <laughs> and if you are a brother, you will realize you may not... Go near them, and you may not propose to them. Do you get it? So, then what happens is that they turn away and then they go towards the internet. Do you see? And they develop internet sex. All right. which is easier than talking to a girl who may laugh at you. Or the way she was even laughing or the way she even best out. When you even talk to her, she just look at you in a way and it's like, I mean. And then, if you meet a boy who does that, can also lead you on to do that. Now, when you start to desire the same kind of person, remember this verse. Set your affections. It means you can tune. Do you see? Now, how do you set your affections? Your affections are set by, number one, you know, the mind. Your decision. You see, more people are becoming homosexuals because it's being talked about more. And it is being seen as an acceptable thing. Do you see? But you must tell yourself that it is not acceptable. You must really talk to yourself. And that is not normal. Not only that it's not acceptable, but it's also not normal. Nature. There's a scripture where it says, does not even nature itself teach you. Nature teaches things. And one of the things you, 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 you see from nature is that in nature, animals don't do that. No animal does that. No way. All right. That, where's that scripture? It says, Doth not, no, does not even nature itself teach you. That's what the scripture says. That if you bring that scripture, does not even nature itself teach you. Nature itself teaches you. So it's very important that you, but once it's in your mind that it's not normal, when those affections develop, do you see? Yeah. Does not even nature itself teach you? So nature is supposed to teach you some things. You see? Nature is one of our teachers. It's a guide. Now we don't know what to do. Nature itself teaches you. And this is the same point that in nature, one male doesn't go with one female, one male goes with a number of females. So nature itself shows you that that's how you are. If you are a boy, you like a lot of girls. It's true. Nature teaches us that. No, it's it, it Either nature is teaching us or it's not teaching us. Is nature teaching us or it's not teaching us? Yes. What what does it mean? It means therefore practically that If you are a brother And God has said in his word That you should stay with one woman It's against nature And you are going to need a lot of strength To control your nature And set your affections on only one person Not a small thing Yes. It's and it's a lifetime project..
1: <laughs>
3: are you with me? Yeah. So how do you set your affections? Your, your affections are set first of all by your mind deciding this is not possible this is possible. Now, the world wants it to be possible. Recently, there was a, I think, G7 or one of these summits. They took a photograph. There was all the presidents from all the countries and then all the wives. And among the wives was a man. And that is the wife of, I think, the president of Luxembourg or something. His wife is a man. So when the ladies were taking the, the picture of the wives, he was also there amongst them as the wife. Now you see, something like this, it is happening in the European and American world, but it's to turn them into Sodom. And it is, it is very dangerous, very dangerous, very dangerous. No matter which church accepts it, and no matter which pastor says whatever the word of God is the way I mean, that's the reason for which Todom and Gomorrah was burned to ashes. And Europe and America can expect the judgment of God as they can carry on going further and further and leading people at the age of even 10. Somebody, the children are taught at the age of 10 that you are either a boy or a girl. You know, the madness is at a certain level now. Yes. One of our church members' child went to school and they, so a 10 year old was told that this girl is now a boy. Was told at that age, 10 years. Yeah. So, nature should first of all show us, if we don't know what else to tend to. That's one. Then, number two, what you talk about a lot and what you see a lot. Do you see? And what you focus on helps to set your affection. If you talk a lot about sex, you will be stirred up. It stirs you up. Do you see it? It stirs you up. (laughs) Are you with me? You don't like how I'm talking? So, you need to set and decide, this is what I'm doing. Okay, verse 3. This is what we are supposed to do if we are risen and if we are indeed going to rise. For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Verse 4. Beautiful. Verse 5. Verse 4. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then we shall also appear with him in glory. So, when Christ appears, we are all going to really start blowing time. Now, if you want to blow time, just wait for heaven. There is nothing so nice on earth. It it looks like everything that looks nice is what you don't have. That's what looks nice. Anything that really looks attractive is what you don't have. That's why those who have everything are the most depressed people. Now, if you want to see depression, go to Germany, go to Switzerland. If you want to see suicide, highest suicides in the world, go where people have everything. It's actually our deprivation deprivation i don't know how is it the right way i'm saying it deprivation yes it's our deprivation that raises the desire for things but where they have everything i have this i have this i have this they become depressed yeah it's true why would you why would why would a married person you those of you girls who are not married and wants to be married you ask yourself, why would a married person who has whatever beloved, why should she be unhappy about anything? When that's all that you want and you say, oh Lord, if you do this for me, Jesus.
0: <laughs> she
3: hasn't, but why is she, why, why is she the one coming for counseling? I mean, I, you, you can answer that question. Why is she the one coming for counseling? Most of the counseling in the church is related to marriage. Either pre, post, during, everything. You've not thought about it. You are praying for it. She has it. And look at her grumpy face. She's not so happy. You who are not married look even happier. (laughs) True or not (laughs) true. So, blowing time. It's about heaven. You may think I'm being super spiritual, but it's what I've seen it before. It is what I have seen it before. Verse 6, verse 5. Mortify. Now, this is how to become, to develop the seed. It's now telling you things to do. Mortify. Kill. There's a song, Kill My Flesh. Mortify your members. Not your foreigners. Your, 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 these are part of you. You are born with it. Fornication is part of you. Yes. Kill it. And it's an active project. And your flesh doesn't die like a lamb. It dies like a pig. Yes. It dies like a pig. You see, lambs, when they are going to die, they go calmly. But a pig, you can't even hold it. It will be wriggling to come out of your hand. Squealing. You can't even hold You, you can't hold it anywhere. I yes, I go ahead and us say that Christians don't die properly. They don't die like lambs. They die like pigs. He was talking about older Christians who are sick and people who are dying. They don't die like lambs. They should die like lambs, not like pigs.
1: Yeah.
3: Ah! Struggling. Now your flesh is like a pig. It doesn't want to die. When you hold it, it slips out. How many have ever held your flesh and it slipped away? Hey! Hey! You try to summon it for execution. Before you realize it has escaped. Your flesh has escaped from your control. And it's running wild. When it was supposed to be dead. Mortify your members. Now, one of the one of the things that's very difficult when you are struggling is when you think you are alone. You see, most of the time the devil tries to tell you that no, there's nobody like you in the church. Now, like these are pure people and you are very impure. But you can hear from the shouts that you are not alone. you are not alone at all. How many of you will say that your flesh is like a lamb? How many will say that your flesh is like a slippery pig? How many of you have tried to take your flesh to the execution hall and it escaped? It passed through your legs and it was gone. So, mortify. Okay, so mortification. Your members. Fornication. Uncleanness. Uh, These are all grades of fornication. Different uncleanness. Inordinate affectionness. Unacceptable desires. You can't sit there and be desiring somebody's beloved. Somebody's wife somebody's husband i mean it's not you've got to be serious it's
1: unacceptable
3: is it clear <laughs> you can't do that Tell somebody it's wrong, you can't do that It's it's, it's inappropriate affection Evil concupiscence So then when you go home Certain things are trying to come up You say, this is evil concupiscence I reject evil concupiscence in the name of Jesus (laughs) Kneel down in Jesus' name And covetousness this is for grown-ups I have a lot of desires for all, all sorts of things which is idolatry verse 6, this is how to be, to be great yeah for which things sake the wrath of God cometh down on the children of disobedience Alright? Now, how many want to be a child of disobedience? Hey! In the which you also walked some time when you lived in them. Now, turn to Ephesians chapter 2. I don't know if I, I told you that last week. Did I speak about Ephesians? Now, it says, wherein in time past, Ephesians 2 verse 1, you notice that phrase, children of disobedience. In time past, you worked according to the course of this world, right? According to the prince of the power of the air, the children, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Did I tell you about that last week? disobedient person has a demon ruling over the person there there is an evil spirit assigned to disobedient people that's why disobedient people have so many problems the spirit that worketh in children of disobedience that's why even just obeying something that doesn't make sense may have far more benefits for you than to become a child of disobedience. Because there is a spirit that works on and rules and dominates disobedient people. Once you become disobedient, you are exposed to a particular demon. That's it right there. The prince of the air. That works in children of disobedience. When you see children, you know, in the family, children in the church, you see the ones that are obedient and the ones that are disobedient. You see, the ones that are disobedient have demons moving in their lives. That's why, you see, obedience is one of the most important things. And in fact, obedience is rather what makes God manifest himself in your life. Yes. So he, who, he that has my commandment and keepeth, he it is that loveth me and my, I will love him and will manifest. So it's like the spirit of God will be manifested in obedient people. And then evil spirit is manifested in disobedient. So even when you grow up a bit, you, you, you are married and you are disobedient. Well, the marriage things to there are a lot of things to obey that you don't know about. It's different from beloved doses. No, marriage is different marriage is what uh, beloved is walking on the sand and beloved a marriage is like walking on the rocks rocks of the ocean very two different experiences and you shouldn't you should hardly walk on rocks it's very dangerous you can slip sleep and you go down it's all by the beach it's all love and it's all whatever but one's, one has a lot of different things and once you start to be disobedient, a demon starts to get access to you. Gain access to you by your disobedience. Children of disobedience. Different types. Children of disobedience. I remember some years ago, I spoke to some people about selling financial things. They just dis- dismiss what I'm saying. But as if they are my children, you know, and you just dismiss whatever and you walk in disobedience, it, it, evil spirits start to work. None of them have prospered. Oh, yes. It's a spirit that works in the children of disobedience. You see, you must decide never to be disobedient. If there's an authority over you, land. You know, and it will be, it will be, this will be the highest, the greatest blessing when you get married and you start to experience the normal storms of life. Look, the Bible says the house that was built on the rock and the house that was built on the sand, both of them had rain, floods, and wind. Three, three problems. You see, the three problems are the same problems. And then the adjective that describes it, and the wind blew vehemently. It's the same adjective that was used to describe the type of problem that came to the house on the rock and the house on the sand. They had the same, the same extent and the same three problems of wind, rain, and floods. So everybody has almost the same problem that you wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, it's, it's your immaturity that makes you feel that. You, this brother is blessed. Pa. This sister is really blessed. If I had what she had... Ah. My life would have been higher. Olay. Yes. Oh no, beautiful. Shichale. What is going on in there? Olay. Some people are good at hiding things. So you are only seeing the shiny part of the moon. But you don't know. If you don't get anything. You know, sometimes when you come to church, you must always say to yourself, I don't get anything, I'll get one thing. And if you don't get anything from today, get one thing that there is a demon that is released to the children of disobedience. Yeah. Learn it. What they say, do. Learn it. Yeah. You know, one day my mother called me and she asked me, about something. And I had said to myself that anybody who ask me about that thing, I'll never talk about it. But because he was here, I said, if you want me to talk about it, I'll talk. But I, I don't want to talk. One time, Archbishop called me, he asked me, he, he told me something, he said, this, what, this was not wrong, I should do this. You know, it was something I didn't want to do, but I, I just decided to do just because he's saying, talk, you are saying it. I will do it made me do so many things you must learn not to become a person who is excuse me to use the wrong English a children of disobedience (laughs) if they say don't marry this person there is no reason from here to the moon for you to marry that person They say, don't marry, don't marry the person, that's all. It's not worth it. If your parents say, don't, this person, no. That's it. Is it clear? Is it clear? It's not, it's hazy to you, it's still hazy. If your mother or your father say, this one, no, that's that's it. Don't even think, just set, it's a... That's so, all. I am in love. Nonsense. Set your affection, set your affection on a new person. Set your affection on a new person. And stop this nonsense that you are in love. What do you mean? Teaching.
1: Teaching.
3: Teaching. If you are listening to 99, set it to 94.3 and then just keep on moving. And stop complaining and whining and whining and whining and whining. And and giving excuses just because you don't want to obey. Set your affections. Tune it. I cannot find any good reason on earth. Why you want to marry somebody whom your spiritual parents or parents. Advise that this one will be better for you. I don't know why. And you know, if we were to go a step further, but I know, you see, there are are some things there. I believe them, but I don't preach them. Yes. Because you can't receive them. It will be harder for you. It will be hard for you. But if we were to go a step further, it will not only be what they don't say that you should obey. Like you said, don't do this. But in what they say you should do, you will do. Marry this one. This is a good one. You will learn. If you like, you can bet with me 100 CDs. that what I'm saying is true. Does anybody want to bet with me? Just, just 100, just 100 cities. If I win, you give me 100 CDs. and. You don't like to bet? Okay. Uh-huh. Decide I will not be one of the children of disobedience. Because of that, verse Ephesians 2. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Ah. Let me see. Something's working in your life. And a demon. You see, that, this verse, we always used to think of it that it is the spirit that makes them disobedient. The spirit, of, the spirit that's working in the children of their life is the spirit that has made them disobedient. But what he's saying is that it's the spirit that actively works in the children of disobedience. The people who are disobedient, this is a demon that's working in them because they are disobedient. (laughs) Fish. All right, back to Colossians, chapter number three. Now, for which things' sake, the wrath of God comes. on the children of disobedience. Now, you know, sin in the Bible. Are you with me? Has been called the mystery of iniquity, the mystery of iniquity, the mystery of iniquity. In Thessalonians, the mystery. Sin has mysteries and hidden parts to it. The mystery of iniquity. Are you listening to me? Now, what are the mysterious parts, aspects of sin? Two things that are very mysterious. At the beginning of sin and the end of sin, the sin itself is not so mysterious, <laughs> because you know what it is. But the mystery of iniquity is hidden: how it starts, and the end, what will happen to you because of what you are doing. These parts are not so clear. So when you are sinning, ah, it's beautiful. When you wash your hands, you say, "I've done nothing." I'm free. See you later. Alligator in a wild crocodile. See you soon, you big baboon. And then you are moving. But the mystery of iniquity is at work. Now, in first chronicles twenty one, verse one, you see the hidden part. He says, and Satan stood up. Against Israel. And provoke David. You see God has said don't do this. He provoked David. To number Israel. Yes. He provoked him. So this is one of the greatest mistakes. That David made. To number Israel. And if you look at verse 2. If you read on the story. And David said to Joab. Go and number Israel. And bring the numbers. I want to know. Verse three. Job said, "Why? The Lord God made his people a hundred times so many more. They cannot be. What? They have not. All oh, these are your servants. Why do you require this thing? And why will it be a cause of trespass to Israel? Why do you want to get into this? Huh?" Serious. But who, who was behind it? Satan stood up and provoked David to this sin. Satan is very wicked, though. All sin and all temptations are coming from him direct. Yeah. The mystery. The spirit that works in the children of disobedience to make them disobedient, and when they are disobedient, is the same one working. Back to First Chronicles twenty-one, go to verse four. Nevertheless, the kings were prevailed against Job, and Job departed, went out, and counted everybody. Verse five, and he gave the number. All right, verse six. Levi and count and whatever were not counted were counted. Because the king's word was abominable to Joab. I mean, Joab was now being loyal to God. (laughs) He's loyal to the highest authority. Is it not amazing? Beautiful. Then the next verse. God was displeased with this thing. Therefore, he smote Israel. Verse 8. And David said unto God, I have sinned greatly because I have done this thing and behaved very foolishly. Wow. I beseech thee, do away. Then the Lord spake to God saying go and tell David saying that says the Lord I offer you three things choose one of them choose your punishment this is the mystery of iniquity verse 12 has the three punishments number one either three years famine number two Three months to be destroyed before thy foes. That's war. Three months you never win any war, and so that the sword of thy enemies will overtake you. And number three, three days of the sword of the Lord.
1: <laughs>
3: three different punishments. Three options: A, B, or C. Take. Verse 13. And David said unto God, I'm, I'm in a great strait. Tell me, I want to fall into the hand of the Lord. Great are his mercies. Let me not fall. Verse 14. So the Lord sent pestilence upon Israel. And there fell of Israel 70,000 men. Hmm? And God sent an angel to Jerusalem to destroy it. And as he was destroying, the Lord behold who oh, beheld and he repented of the evil and said to the angel that destroyed, it is enough. Stay now thine hand. Verse 16. And David lifted up his eyes and saw the angel of the Lord stand between earth and heaven, having a sword in his hand, stretched over Jerusalem. He, and David and the elders of Israel who were in sackcloth fell upon their faces. And David continued to pray. So in this story, you see the mystery of iniquity. What is the mystery of iniquity? Behind it all is Satan. Behind all these things is Satan. And at the end of it is the mysterious death that comes to all men for sin. Bible says when sin is complete, it brings forth death. All sin leads to death. So when you sin. You die. And sin leads to death. One way or another. When it is finished. James 1.15. It brings forth death. All sin. Whatever the agent of death. However you die. So the mystery is that. This little. Pleasure. Has hidden before and after. Covered up. The Satan who is standing there. And who is actually. Staring you up. You can't see. And then the death. That your life may be shortened. Diseases. Accidents. Death. What have you. All those things. Are a result of sin. So the less sin you have. The more you live and the more sins you have, the shorter your life. And the more your life is shorter. Unless it's a divine shortening, like John the Baptist, which is not from sin. But other than that, it's shortened by evil. So, you know, go back to Colossians 3: says, For which cause the wrath of God comes on the church? Don't be deceived. These are the things, the reason why the anger of God comes. you may make a lot of reasons and excuses, but these are the things. So, I know that it's like everybody's doing this, everybody's doing, oh, are you a virgin? Oh, ah, virgin, (laughs) what a virgin. You you are joking with, you, you may be joking with disease, a mystery, it's a mysterious thing, sin. And bring it on yourself things which you may not want to know about in the future. And there are some things I wouldn't say now, but if God gives me life, I will tell you later. Yes. I wouldn't say them now. But there are things that I could say now that would scare you. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say them now. Because I don't think I'm qualified to say them. But I, if the Lord grants me the opportunity, if the Lord gives me the chance, I'll see them. You'll be surprised. I'll give you stories and windows. You we'll won't believe. So decide if you're going to be great. You know, you need to really believe God's word. Uh, I've got to kill these things in my life. It has to That Girls, listen carefully. Boys, listen carefully. Don't, don't say, you know, wow, you know, pornography is my this thing, masturbation is my normal whatever, my fornication is my whatever. So this year I've only done it for, you know, three weeks out of uh, three months. You know, D- don't talk like that. Don't take it lightly. You may not know the doors you are opening to the mystery of iniquity. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Verse 7. Verse 7 of Colossians 3. In the which you also walked some time when you lived in them. Now, you see, an unbeliever lives in this. If you are not a Christian, I don't expect you to stay pure. When you are not in Christ... That's the lie. So the question is: If I have a Christian and a non-Christian, I must be able to see the difference between a Christian boy and a non-Christian boy. A non-Christian boy, you are going from one girl to another. But if you learn how to sleep with girls, you will sleep with more. Yes, people even consider Christian to be hypocrites. Instead of asking boys, they have so many girlfriends, and they marry one later. Yeah. 90, one, nine to bed, 200, 200 to the altar, 100 to the altar. I take one, one to the altar, 100 to bed. 200 to bed and one to the altar. It's normal. But now you, are, you used to live like that. Now you are a believer. What's the difference between you and, and a non Christian? You can't do whatever you used to do. No, I mean, that's just the reality of being in Christ. You, there have to be some differences. There have to be differences. And I'm showing you the mystery that Satan standing by your side, provoking you. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 Then They're also doing them There after it, 70,000 dead oh, Famine, destruction, things don't work out. The spirit that works is working in the children of disobedience to kill them, destroy them, spoil their lives, finish them. No more victories in your life. Lot of defeat are connected to wicked our sinfulness. I hope you are listening to me. Yeah. Listen very carefully. Most of the time, many times when ministries are not working, sometimes missionaries are on the field, say they're not these things are there. Yes. These things are there. So you see that where the church. So the people in this town, they are like this. So the people in this country, they are not. Uh, what are they? they don't know God, they are like this. It's not you. Check yourself. Many missionaries have these things inside, hidden. Yeah. What is the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian? Well, there must be some difference. There must be some difference between a Christian girl. In a non-Christian. I mean we should go Oh this is a Christian girl, she's in the choir Oh, i will go to pick one of the Christian girls now. Can I? No, I can't now I can't now, I don't know who you are What are you like? Smiling on stage and singing Doesn't mean that you are pure Yes Doesn't mean that at all Beautiful And so what? I mean, I don't even need to read the Bible to know that all that glitters is not gold. Even when you go to Makola, they, they are selling rings. Two CDs, huh? Five CDs. You can get a ring to buy. It's not gold at all. I mean, I saw when I was trying to get married and I, I didn't have money. That's when I, I knew the price of all these type of rings. I knew that if you get anything, it will look like a wedding ring. Nobody would know that. (laughs) You know, a young, if you grew up, if you were born in, when were you born? What year were you born? 90s. Yeah, if you were born in the 90s, there are three new demons coming after you. Which, which have gained ascendancy in the 90s, in the, in the 2000s. Yes. Demons of pornography, demons of masturbation, and demons of homosexuality. Yeah. For young boys. If you are having a child now, these are what they are going to meet. Strong. You see, Satan stood up to provoke them to do it. It's Satan who is standing up in Europe to provoke them to have the wives of the G7 or whatever standing there. And there's a man who is, the one of the wives is posing as the wife. Come on now. That's it. That's the wife of a president. Look at that. Put it back, put it back And that is the wife of I think the Turkish Turkish president And that's the wife of the French pres- president The old lady Yeah and Somebody who loves his mother And he's married a mother And then all these other That's a man with his wife So, are you, are you with me or you are leaving? I'm talking about if you were born in the 90s, you've come. You meet it. But you see, I'm saying that because even though I was born, I wasn't, when, when I was born and I grew up, it wasn't there. In, in our time, you will not, you not see pornography unless you go to special places. You have to go to a special place showing a special film. Yes. Blue films. <laughs> and we, had, we have had an American president who has promoted this all over the world. We didn't have that before. Before to be an American president, your husband wife your morals have to be so high but now we've had all this but i'm saying that look at colossians 3 7 it says you walked some time you lived in them there must be a difference now if he said mortify and it's not possible to mortify then god is very wicked so god i'm trying i'm trying it's not working you you it can work you see, what it is is that the enemy is waiting to see who will give up first. Who will give up first? Who is going to give up first on, your, on the sin? Look, if you give me a pig to kill and it's resisting and you leave me there within two days. You know, I can't find a way to kill the pig, I tell you. How many of you, if I put you there with a stone, I mean, this is a pig, it must die or else. How many think you can find a way, I mean, you can't catch it, you can't catch it. I mean, Charlie, even some of the girls, like if your life depends on it, if I come back in two days, the pig will be lying down. Okay, Charlie, I mean, you finish it. You can't just sit there and be saying forever that, you know, it's not possible, I'm struggling I can you struggle. As for struggle, if you don't struggle then you are not a human, maybe you're an angel. Struggling is normal. Pigs don't easily die. They struggle to die. Yeah, that's why they use, they shoot them. To kill a pig you have to shoot it most of the time yeah you don't shoot a lamb. you cut off the head. Even camels, they just stand there very calmly, and then they, you cut the, the neck off. But not a pig. Pig will not die easily, but it will die. Amen. We are eating Even yesterday, I ate one. Wow. Ah, you die. After that, you die, and we will be eating. Yesterday, I, cried, I ate one. This beast has been killed. It may be difficult, but it will be solved. I declare your solution has come today in the name of Jesus Christ. Mortify. Mortify. Yeah, it has to die. It has to die. Unusual affections. What is this? Unusual, inordinate affections. Why? It must die. And it is dying in you in the name of Jesus. One day I sat down with a brother. I said, look, I'll show you how to re- retune your affection from liking boys to liking girls. I, I, I kept on, I said, I said, girls are nice. Girls are nice. Boys are not nice are nice you have to believe it you have to know that it's not normal if you, if you succumb to it you'll be an abnormal person for the rest of your life you cannot have a child you cannot marry you cannot do so many things You, although they make a lot of noise they are less than 1% in the society this big noise but this very very small minority. You will never. You will always be the smallest oddity. And even nature, even dogs. Every time you see a dog a lizard, any animal, they will be rebuking you. Say, so, woo, We have found a girl. 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 <sighs> Do you want a dog to be rebuking you and a cat to be telling you that? Now what is wrong with you? Sit down. You are becoming great. You are becoming great. I declare you permanently great in the name of Jesus. Verse 8. Now. We're going on. Greatness. Your greatness is connected to this. Look at it. Verse 8. Because we started from verse 1. If you are risen, then all these. In other words, if you are going to be so great, then all this anger. You know, a person who gets angry cannot become a great person. Just by heart, you just get angry. You can't even be a leader. You are always angry. You can never be great. No one can stay with you for long. Oh, yes. You're, you're angry. Always angry. Blowing a beast. Cannot work. And your anger cannot... You know, you cannot... One day somebody got angry... And I've forgotten exactly what she did. I've forgotten exactly what she did. It's a she. It's a she. Sometimes I say a person, you know. is <laughs> a she. Because I'm coming to the he after this. <laughs> I've forgotten what she did. Then she came to say sorry. I told her that look, I liken you to a man who has. A set of uh, eight knives by his side. Anytime he's angry, he picks one and you, sh- you throw it. Then after you've thrown the knife, you can say, I'm so sorry, you know, for throwing the knife out and pull the knife out. How many of these knives can you throw that will still be around for you to say sorry? Some things when you become so angry, you are spoiling what you cannot recover. And and that lady she, she 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 destroyed her job. She destroyed her job with that behavior. Anger. Angry. You cannot marry happily. Always angry. Then you'll be angry from. You'll be angry on your wedding, during, after honeymoon. And I know somebody. She got so angry during her her honeymoon. She took off the ring. I mean, she took off the ring, and threw it on the ground like that in front of her, in front of her bride, uh, bridegroom at the at the honeymoon. 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 I mean they were they were on the moon direct the spacecraft had not taken off to come back to earth to pick new 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 couples
2: always angry
3: about something greatness is not associated with angry people people are you can't be angry all the time you can't marry and be happy be angry so she doesn't do this he doesn't do that you're not always this look, you see, and girls, excuse me, you see, every time I say something, don't say your country or your tribe or whatever, but you see, god people can become a quarrelsome. Always quarreling about something that never they give up, they don't release the issue. Especially if you grew up in a community where they are always quarreling. <laughs> One day, angry. now don't be angry with my preaching. Huh? Don't be angry. <laughs> One day, I saw a lady, okay, and she was so belligerent, quarrelsome, cantankerous, all the time. So, I assumed wrongly. I assumed wrongly, for years, I assumed that she was a gang. A gang lady. She was not. No, I don't know about Nigerians, but I, I know about gangs. So I assumed I was wrong. Now, the mistake that I made was that she was a biological gang. But I found out that she was actually an ewe. But she had grown up in Koligono all her life. So she had been adopted and had received that spirit. She was not a gun at, at all. You see, evil spirits are territorial. They occupy certain territory. So if you grow up in a home where the husband always quarreling, always quarreling, wife always quarreling, you you see your mother facing your father squarely and you're growing up as a lady, you you realize you you may not know that you are receiving visual training and how to challenge and how to take on somebody and sort him out and, and don't stand for nonsense. anger. No good leader. You think people will stay with me for years and years if I'm always angry, shouting, slamming. People say, hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie, you know something. <laughs> when I'm about to say be angry and say not. But most of the time, it's not easy to be angry and not sin. Most of the time when you're angry, before you said things you shouldn't say.
1: You can't always be angry.
3: I'm happy. Why are you angry? Somebody was in my way when I was talking, when I was... Black. Hey! I'm having a bad day. What nonsense? Where did you learn you're having a bad day from? Uh, are you Americano? You, you say you're having a bad day. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I will pour water on you just now. cannot accept if you are going to be great you can you can't be a leader you have to lead people with calmness yes how do you think the presidents and so on are able to lead people are stealing people are doing bad things they are the ones they are the leaders confusion everywhere malice it says put off put off in addition to the sexual ones we Are now coming to the other aspect of the character ones. So greatness involves taking control of sexuality and then coming to invisible characters. Yes, if you can, malice, wickedness. Now you find a lot of this in sometimes in the beautiful ladies. Beautiful ladies, you should say, something like. So, malice, what is the meaning of malice? Can somebody, uh, what, what is it? Malice? I mean, the word is even some way. Feeling a need to see others suffer. Threat, the quality of threatening evil. No. Oh. Wanting somebody, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll show you. I show you.
1: You see, Obana. Obana.
3: Now, many people, when they go to work, and they have a boss, they prefer to have a man as the boss. True or not true? Ladies, true or not, if you are a lady and it's true, the sisters are raising their hands, all the whole church.
0: Why? Why? Wickedness,
3: mercilessness, threatenings, feeling a need to see others. You see, the sexuality part, we brothers, we admit and accept our deficiencies. This one, you see that we are going to the sisters. And you must also accept yours and not pretend as if you don't. Eh, what do you say that girls are? I don't really know what you are talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. You're mouth like what this thing (laughs) accept yours also and be cool. Blaspheming. Speaking words now you see there are some words I cannot say some of you you say them easily
0: oh Uh, uh, oh Uh,
3: you see it's supposed to cover (laughs) oh oh Oh. Oh. (laughs) Can, can you imagine the words I'm talking about
1: oh oh
3: and he says and filthy communication out of your mouth filthy communication out of your mouth so there must be no filthy communication you see if you are going to be great if you go for any job and you 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 take they say have a seat and uh, you take your seat and they say no sit you, you sat on a, no sit on, on the left side oh shit I, I sat on the wrong seat do, do you think you will pass your interview well, I mean just just saying that word <laughs> do you do, do think you will get the job I mean as soon as your mouth opens and you say this word because you sat on the wrong chair that's the end of your all your greatness your job everything is
1: finished <laughs>
3: And it's because you have grown up Speaking words you shouldn't speak You'll never get a job Are you still there or you are leaving? Yes If you are really going to be great These are the keys Verse 9, lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. Hmm? So, no more lying. Christianity, listen, lying can demote you and make you lose too much. Telling a lie and you are found out. It's like falling down a mountain with cliffs. Yeah. Coming back to the place you were before is like climbing cliffs with wounds, injuries, trying to get to the place. Because they ask you, is it there? Is it, it's not there. Then it was there. And it was clear that you are lying going to be difficult to trust you. You don't want to be great, tell lies. Now, I'll tell you something. Clever people. You see, very great high people. You, you, you must give them some credit that there is something more than granite upstairs. <laughs> Most great people, they have some policies. Who, they have in their mind. These people, all of them are lying. They have it in their head. You have to prove to them. So even when you tell the lie, it knows you are lying. When you start behaving in a way, they know know it. Or they've even assumed it. So you think you are deceived, you you think I'm a fool. You are the fool. (laughs) And you keep going. Each time, you are discovered lying, you drop down. And it's a big battle to climb up. Have you watched Cliffhanger? Yes. No, I, I think you should go and watch it again. <laughs> or oh, Rambo. Yeah. Rambo One. Yeah, Rambo. Rambo One. Rambo One is a good example tonight. I, I hope to be sharing about that. About his, his, you see the difference. Maybe tonight I'll, I'll tell you. You see the difference there. Big differences. It's like taking a lift down. Telling lies. Who will trust you with money? Who whoever, Who will take you personally? The highest jobs are personal jobs. All the jobs they made. Big, big. Look. The highest jobs are the ones that don't have titles. <laughs> That's the highest job. I don't know what the person does. Those are the high jobs in the government, everywhere. The titles are different. The ones without titles, those are the high jobs. Who will take you there? When what comes from your mouth is not true, or we are not 100% sure and also the climb back if people don't know how to climb back to gain trust when they ask you have you have you had a boyfriend before so oh no then later you say oh yeah i mean that that well that that was when i was in the world so what what did you understand by the question have you had a boyfriend so, what did you understand by the question? One day, One day, a certain sister, and I'm 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 closing with it, but I want you to remember this part. Will you remember? You know, there was a certain sister. She had a, a colorful past like King Tim. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean by a colorful past? Colorful past. A brother saw her in the church. Fell in love with her. Now, don't fall in love. In the Bible, it says walk in love. There's no falling at all. Just walk. Keep your head up and keep walking. Just walk in love. The brother fell in love with her. And beloved Joseph. As he was with her. Certain bits of information started to come. Here and there. Here and there. At a point the brother said. Hey. I can't. Take it, yeah. and he said, "You know, I can't take it." But she, she, she told him, I, I mean, at the time. So he said, "You know, I you know, I, I thank you, and I thank you. But I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I cannot accommodate. It's difficult for me." <laughs> then another brother, she, she, so she broke up. Then another brother came, and again this. Can take him up. The colorful past. Sorry for using that. As she revealed herself to the brother, the brother said to me, as she spoke, I, I love her more. Yes. I love her more. Oh yes. I love him more. The more she the more I was drawn to I said I like this person you see your honesty can be so attractive and your deceptions can be so repelling dishonesty is very dangerous difficult to climb back up the cliff when what cliff hangar number one understand it better what somebody cannot stand Somebody is rather drawn to that thing. Yes. So just be yourself. Lie not one. And she's got a she's got a beautiful marriage. Oh, yeah. I mean she's blessed. Blessed. Good. And the brother has also got a good person. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stop. Trying to be Satan. Look. Where there is a lie. There is what? A devil. Because Satan is the father of lies. So if you are here. And you are somebody's child. Your father must be somewhere. Around. In the world. In Ghana. Yes. So Satan is the father of lies. So all lies. Satan is nearby. One day I was with a man of God. And he, he told about three lies within a few minutes all the things he said were... either they were not they are not true or they, they, they never they were never true they, they did not they did not materialize and I knew that the devil was somewhere around that's all that I knew I didn't know anything more than that but he was no. it was around. what do you think? lie not what? There are people in the Bible school, you tell lies like you are having diarrhea. Like, it's just coming. I mean, how can you be a minister and you are a liar? Can never work. So your greatness, huh? your greatness is connected to putting on the clothes that a great person wears. Okay. That's why I don't like to make promises. Oh, we are going to do this. You see, for some time I never said we are going to do air conditioner. I just said, but it was when, I, I don't want to say something we are not going to do. I said, we'll have a church. We'll have our building. We'll do this. We'll do it like that. Gradually. But I can't say things that I, I'm not sure, lest I be found that I'm not telling the truth. Are you Are you here? You are leaving your greatness is connected to your telling the truth. If you ever want to have a job, I call it an unnumbered job. There's no number on you, there's no title to your job. It's a main job. One day, somebody was coming, I said, Go and work here. This way is better. The higher job, there's no title. The low job, there's the title. So they'll give you a job, say, uh, uh, principal, whatever. Do you think it's the Council of State which is advising the President? No. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the official ones. The real advisors are there. You never see them on television, you don't even know their names. They are the main people in the government. Yeah. The King's friends. You are going higher in Jesus' name to the highest jobs. Receive your greatness. And wear the clothes of a great person. In Jesus name. Verse 10. Too much. And put on the new man. Tell somebody I'm a new man. I've got a new life. Now. Secretly tell the person. My sexual things are new. My sexual things are new. I have all new sexual behaviors. Did you tell him privately? Is it true? Do you say it confidently? You tell the person, challenge my whole sexuality has been re, uh, reset. Factory settings are back. Factory settings are back. You were not born to be looking at all these things. It's not natural. Oh. Because I tell you, you see, there are people who are equally males. They are not attracted to what you are attracted to. So you see that something has gone wrong in your settings. Something has gone wrong in your settings. Yeah, it's, that's, a, that's a reality. There are people, that don't have this. They are holding the phone. They are, oh God, I want to. They don't have any, I don't feel like turning into anything. No! There's something wrong with the settings. Your factory original settings are coming back in the name of Jesus. New man. new man! New man! New man! New woman! You see, I thought that the women would be saying that, why are you only saying that the man is new? What about us? Are we also not? You see now? Don't be unfair in your criticism so. New man, new woman. You are new. All ladies are declared the kindest souls. People would like to work under you. They say, oh, I like to work under this mother, yeah, motherly spirit, and your husband would like to be under your your powers in the house. Jehovah yeah. is subject to your attitude, your mood, your face, your food, your service, your kindness. One day I was in the house with an old man and an old lady, and the old man, the old lady, the wife went out of the room. As soon as she went out, he took his walking stick and pointed at
1: her. Oh, angry,
3: angry! She's always angry, angry with me, because he was an old man. He was being looked after by his wife. The tables had turned, and he was now fully under her powers. He pointed. <laughs> Mm, 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 she was fully. She was serving. Now eat. Ah, food. Yes. That, she moving through the kitchen. Huh? like a manager. Man was sitting there coolly. Doesn't talk. <laughs> it was. He, she was his principal student. <laughs> her principal student and subject. Her one man kingdom. <laughs> She was the king of kings? He wasn't well. When he has when to go to the she would take him this, is everything, food, eat television now, sleep now. Yeah, one <laughs> the one man kingdom, malice. But you are new. Yeah. You know, I would advise everybody to marry a first lover because. The type of children that are coming out of the church Like Charlie It's too nice Say too nice How many would like to marry a first lover? Hey those at the back You don't want to marry a first lover Stand to your feet Our time is up All right hallelujah lift your hands and thank God for this morning father we are grateful for your blessing in our lives today in Jesus mighty name we received a new status new clothes new sexualities new characters new personalities new behaviors according to your word. Thank you for blessing us mightily, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let every child here move rapidly towards the greatness that you have destined for each of us. We give you thanks. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you're here today, you don't know Jesus as your Savior. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, you want me to pray with you, you want to give your life to God, lift your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Pastor, somebody invited me to church, but deep down in my heart, I, I feel far from God and I want to give my life to God. If you're here like that, raise your right hand and i pray with you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, Come all the way to me in the front. Come, come to me
1: here. Come, come. Let me pray with you. God bless you. Come quickly. Come to Jesus. Come. Come on to Jesus. Let him have. Let us pray.
3: Lift your hands and say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I'm sorry for all my wicked ways. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. I give my life to Jesus today. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to give you one of my books very quickly. And as soon as we close, I want you to come to the side over here. And we are going to pray with you when the service is over. All right? Is that a blessing? God bless you. Your life will never be the same again. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. You Sit down now. It's time to have communion. Melchizedek was the famous priest in the days of Abraham and the Bible says that when Abraham came from fighting two kings came to meet him the king of Salem and the king of Sodom Both kings offered Abraham something. The king of Sodom offered him food and other things. And and Abraham said, no way. I don't want anything from you. But the king of Salem, which is the old name for Jerusalem. He offered him bread and wine. And Abraham took it. And after that, Abraham paid tithes of all that he had gotten to Melchizedek, who was the king of Salem and a priest of the Most High God. This is the pattern which Christ fulfilled. At the last supper, he took the bread and the wine and he gave it to us. To his disciples, and he said, Take it. this is my body, which is broken for you, and the wine, my blood. Today, we are all benefiting from the body and the blood of Jesus. Huh. Every plane has your seat number on it when you go, and your seat in the church has been bought by the blood of Jesus. You are redeemed by the blood, you've got a right to be here as, as much as anybody else hallelujah no matter what you've done the blood of jesus has paid so that blood we are enjoying and his body the healing look at the angel stretch out his hand over jerusalem charlie was coming to spoil the whole place so so you see all these things are spiritual Seventy thousand people died in a pestilence which means epidemic pestilence the old word for epidemic Modern modern English, we use the word epidemic, but old English is pestilence. Yeah, Epi- ep- 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 epidemic is a pest. A pestilence is an epidemic, medical epidemic, pandemic epidemic. So, miracle healing is spiritual. So, you are about to receive the bread, yes. and healing comes into your yeah. life. Yeah. Breakthroughs and then the blood answers all the questions about your situation. Ish, how many realize that there need to see, be some answers about your, your life? The, the blood is the answer. When I get to the gates of heaven, I, I'll take out my ticket. My ticket is the blood. Not I've preached, I've, hey, you've preached, <laughs> you preached, and what about this? I take out my ticket The blood You also have your ticket It's the same ticket we are all using to enter Entry fee the blood Wow Today As you receive the body And the blood You are receiving life Stand to your feet Father thank you we receive the body of Jesus Christ. We thank you for healing and life for everyone in Jesus name. The body of Jesus Christ. And now the answer the answer for your mistakes The answer To the demons That want to come through your window And enter your room And destroy you The blood When I see the blood I will pass over As you take of this blood we are, You are declared Protected yeah. Covered and delivered, yeah. all wickedness directed at you yeah. is blocked in the name of Jesus, yeah. the blood of Jesus.
1: On a hill far
2: away, stood an old get cross. The, the uh,
3: for the children the blessing of greatness that is released on us we lift our hand and we pray for grace we pray for mercy to be released from heaven to fight for every one of us Lord Lord it's not by might it's not by power but by your spirit therefore release grace release mercy to lift us out and give us control, Lord, over darkness, over our flesh, over our lives, over our personalities, our characters, Lord. Thank you for the new man that covers us. Our words are pure. Our lives are pure. Our hearts are clean deception and lies are taken out of us purity is back in Jesus name as it was in the beginning when you created us without sin without guile without wickedness we receive the grace to work as new men in your life and in your blood thank you father and now let there be a lifting of any that is discouraged anyone that is down defeated a hundred times give 1000 victories for the 100 defeats thank you for your blessing thank you for the blessedness that is upon the children make great apostles out of this congregation great men and women of God out of this congregation bless them O Lord to see your goodness in the land of the living. Thank you that even as John the Baptist was great, and the least among us shall also be great. I thank you that it is fulfilled practically in every life here today, in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody shouted Amen. Amen.
0: We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dikewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dikewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. ABC tonight. The next chapter of the bachelor journey begins.
1: Welcome to listen to your heart. Listen to you.
0: Twenty single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's
1: no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. <laughs> the
0: Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six episode event tonight at eight seven Central on ABC.